0: Welcome back to another Black and Blue Podcast. My name is Chris
1: Swanson, sheriff of Flint, Michigan. Ken K Black and Blue Podcast. And look at this! Hugs Project. Look, look at this! this. Back so, to, better
2: than ever. He's
1: usually always behind the scenes getting cracked on by Chris. I don't now I'm going to do it in front of people.
2: <laughs> and I'm going to do it right back.
1: <laughs> That's the New Yorker in him. He's ready. No doubt. <laughs> ready. So, this is great.
0: Well, I can tell you that uh, this episode is exciting. A lot of credit goes to you. It's, it's the... It really, it's the birth of us united and how we got here. Yes. Um, and Adam, I, I sent you a couple messages, and and I want people to know right now is what Ken and I have been able to do for well over a year now because I missed my anniversary. You know, it's been three weeks that uh, three weeks ago was the first time I actually met Adam in 2020. Because remember, we planned I know the Christmas how you spectacular. How dates, man? Because it was like burned in my mind yeah. when I saw Adam. And uh, my
2: chocolates and my flowers, no doubt. Anniversary gift. And
0: then we're like, we got to do
2: something. And you're
0: like, do something big. And boom! Last and year was the, born. the Christmas spectacular, which is going to be another episode we're doing. But from all that, from all our podcasts and all things we're doing in Genesee County and all the trips out there to the West Coast, we formed Us United. Yeah. So I'm super excited. Uh, for those again, look up Adam Mazel. He's a legend. He's from New York. <laughs> he lives in L.A. You know, uh, was, sort of like, you know that was that was did today, today, This is so gross. Okay. He had the grossest lunch ever. Oh my yeah. goodness. It true. was disgusting. It actually was in my office and I can't do it. I, I have a hard time. I don't do I don't do, um, I don't do uh, like fried foods and uh, like Asian food and all that. I just yeah. can't like that. So what does he do? He gets this huge smorgasbord eaten with <laughs> with his chopsticks because he's so good at it. Yeah. And it fills and permeates my whole office. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, breathe, breathe,
1: breathe. What was it?
2: I just had Chinese food. His <laughs> undersheriff said, Hey, I'll bring you Chinese food for lunch. I said, Great. Yeah, Who doesn't like Chinese food. How was it? Chris though? Watson. Not was, all Chinese food is, is It was good. good. Yeah. Okay. It was good. I had my chopsticks, and he made fun of me for using chopsticks. Yeah, it was too, because you know he, he's just
0: he's that's the that's the Californian him. Mean, he had his little napkin laid out. He has chopsticks. Once you get your table, he didn't, he didn't get a single drop on the table. I'm thinking,
1: <laughs> man. He, anyhow, I think I think it's the problem is Chris eats very plain Jane, simple. <laughs> like I picked him up when we were in Tennessee, and I just came off of having this crazy biscuits and gravy sausage sandwich. And I tried to tell him to come with me to that. And he's like, no, let's try and find this grocery store thing. He comes out with like some avocado <laughs> chips or something. It was like, and, and who's from California? <laughs> right. Who's I'm having like, salad all the time? Raggedy... I went to
0: a grocery store. I, was, I bought all this stuff. I bought two of everything. I'm Healthy, like, listen.
1: nasty crap.
0: Yeah. I'm like, Ken, would you like some? He's like, no. I went through my whole bag until I got to the end. What did <laughs> I have for you? Skittles, I have some like,
1: Skittles. I'll take the Skittles. <laughs> yes. All the nasty about. stuff. I'm good.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so. a crazy trip too. Whenever you drive with Ken, let me just tell you how he drives. He like drives. A G. I yeah. drive like a He G. drives, okay. So we're trying to find a store, right? Actually, a Kroger. And and he's on the phone at the same time and he's talking. So he's Put got like two things going all the time. Well, so you get pulled over. If I even say, I think it's on the left side, he immediately turns the blink <laughs> around and starts going. I'm like, no, it's not there. It's on the left. It turned all around. I'm like, dude, when I say turn left, that's what you
1: turn. I, I told him about an episode on The Office. People will probably remember this, where I think it was um, Kevin and Dwight shoot and they were driving, and then. Uh, I think Kevin follows the GPS to the T. So like when he says turn left, right, but there's this riverbed. <laughs> turn left. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And he drives the car to the river. He's like, "It said turn left." So I'm telling Chris, "This is how I drive." If you say turn left, unbelievable.
2: <laughs> it's true. Well, you, you guys called me in the middle of the night from like some dark road. Oh, and we were
0: scared. Let me tell you and I, story. Really, I really wasn't no, sure you no, were going to survive. We were I was totally in a set. Yeah it was dark and it was rainy and nasty we have to go from tennessee back to north carolina yeah so i was going to fly out the next day in the morning and then lay over and come back and ken does a great idea he's like man why don't you just come back to me to trap north carolina we'll fly back yep i go it was a great idea but there's two routes to get from where we were to north carolina (laughs) two routes? or (laughs) the deadly way (laughs) the deadly way so man where we pull in this gas station i get him his red bull white can he loves it right (laughs) Yep. yep, there you go yeah the coconut red bull one of our sponsors to be (laughs) and uh we get in there and i punch in the gps and he turns on. is it 131 i think so yeah 131 and he gets about four miles into it he's like wait a second i'm like what he's like is this the 131 i said yeah i just typed in he starts, now he starts like mentally messing with me because he's like, this is a terrible drive. I'm gonna no, die here. No, no, I here. was for
1: real scared. Wait, like As soon as you told me that, I was like, oh no. He <laughs> was like, what do you mean? No Joe. No, I was like, no, this is gonna and be bad. And you know how Ken estimates time?
0: 10 minutes to Ken is like an hour maybe. <laughs> yeah. I say, how long is it drive is it from where we are to where the airport is? Oh, maybe two hours, three hours. <laughs> uh-huh. And then it's through all these winding hills. Yeah. At one point, Ken and I were looking at each other. We're trying to listen to comedy all the time. We're listening to Kevin Hart and Steve Harvey yeah. and all this stuff just to pass the time because I'm getting sick to my stomach. I get car sick. Not and not
2: he, because of yes, my he, driving. No. No. he he. No, he blames everyone else's driving. Now he's got bad driving. <laughs> that was just it. dangerous <laughs> roads. Don't believe him. Keep going. Hundred
0: percent terrible driver. <laughs> California. Jordan I are there. Oh, my it's gosh. A I'm getting two bags. <laughs> you've, been, and you've,
2: you've taken the 405. <laughs> yes, camera, it's ridiculous. It doesn't, it doesn't, driving yeah. It's traffic.
0: It, let me just say this. When you drive somebody who's got a weak stomach, and anybody who's watching right now or listening knows that when you have car sick and people are driving, you have to be conscious to slow and quickly accelerate, but just not like... <laughs> and that's what he does. It's Boom, boom, because he's talking all this other stuff and yeah. he's not paying attention. The whole I time, I'm I don't drive just like that. I that's don't, I no, do, I don't drive. No, you did good. I drive like a Jeep. But the problem is, it was all these hairpin turns. Yes, we're yes. going, at one point, we're going 18 miles an hour and we're back up and it's raining out. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I kept looking at my maps, right? And it was probably a good two hours in the yes. hills and then
1: an hour of straight. And yeah. then we got in at five o'clock mm-hmm. or 4.30. Yeah, lay down had, for like half hour. And, and then, an then we out fly out again. It was crazy. Yeah, but that road... And the reason why I say that was because the first time that I had spoken at that school in Tennessee, I remember when I got there, I was just like, do other people come in on this same route? And they were like, which way did you take? And then when I told them, both of the people who I was talking to were like, oh, no, you took that road. (laughs) Yeah. You're lucky you made it in. For sure. Yeah. And so then same thing happened when we left the gas station. And it didn't even cross my mind because he goes, "Um, you get the gas. I'll punch in the GPS and go get our snacks. And so I was like, okay, cool. He comes out. I'm just following his GPS. Again, yep. Dwight Schrute and <laughs> Kevin. Where's the, river? <laughs> Where's the river? That's where I'm going, yeah. right? And so, says we're and, going this oh, way. Man. Yeah,
0: and, and here's the thing, it was, it was too far under that you couldn't turn back, so you had right. to just gut it out. Because so. yeah. we had a plane to catch, and we were just, anyhow, it was crazy. That's where we came from. I don't know what got us on this topic, but I'm sure you could relate to a lot of this stuff, whether you love the office, or you've ever driven with somebody who drives like Adam or you've driven through treacherous hills <laughs> in Tennessee. Well, well I, think, I think- You
2: covered all the bases now. I did, I did.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I think part of what got I us... can't
0: imagine driving with you in the hills eating Chinese food. I would have probably <laughs> oh, yeah, just beat myself he up. Have, he I seriously, just said, get, get me he out of here, have, I'm you're walking. Died. You're over.
1: I'm walking. Would have <laughs> I, but I, I think what, I don't know if that's what got us on this topic, but I think it's cool that we touch on it. Um, we had done a podcast where we came fresh off of doing a corporate event once where Lil Kenny was here. Jordan yes, was yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep. this one was our first time um, speaking at a school together. Yep. We were at a, at a university. And um, it was really interesting because when we first got there, we were invited to dinner. And that's when I found out he's kind of like me. One, I, we don't nope. like eating before yeah. we go on for a speaking event. Totally agree. But there's times where. It's like if you it's were gonna sponsor, stiff them too. I was <laughs> right. These, but, it was it was the donor that paid for us for right. to even be there. And she's eighty three. Yeah, such wow. a sweet lady. Sweet too. lady. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was. Uh, I had already told them. You I was did. like, "We're not coming. They ain't coming." <laughs> right? right? No. What he said was, "We're gonna try to make it." That's. that I hang up, and I'm like, "We're not going." <laughs>
0: that's,
2: that's why the case speaks. But we're not gonna be there. <laughs> I said,
1: "Ken, I don't know if we should do this, man. These these people are counting on it." <laughs> and so, because of his pressure, I was like, "Fine, fine. We'll go to the dinner." We go to the dinner. We hang out with them. It's an elderly white woman. She's 80 years old and she's got two kind of middle-aged black women with her. And we're in Tennessee. So I think just the cultural questions that they were asking, it was really cool mm-hmm. because, you know, that's it's not a typical setting, you could tell this 80 year old woman is really well off financially. And as she's sharing her experiences mm-hmm. about remember, like what she's done overseas and, and all right. of that and um, columns that she writes for, you could tell she was very successful. And so I was like, man, I'm so glad we didn't No doubt. Well. And so from there, <clears throat> they kept asking us questions about what our talk was gonna be like. And Chris and I kept saying, save it for the talk we're not gonna which is a reason we don't want to meet people right. before because exactly. ask the questions you're ask that you're gonna answer yeah right. in a minute sure Yep. and so we were like we're gonna save that part for mm-hmm. the talk and so we got there and initially similar to like my first college gig because we're coming off the pandemic it was raining that day we felt like the event wasn't super promoted to the whole school and so we get there and Chris and I are, were like there's gonna be like three people here mm-hmm. literally three black kids in the audience that's for sure we, we thought <clears throat> this was, That's was it, the yeah. event
0: even the people that set it up. They bounced. They're <laughs> yeah, like, you're gonna be there You're gonna be like no nope. building
1: the stage. He's like, I'm <laughs> going to a friend or a sorority party. That's tonight. right and and I got to like, study man.
0: I'm like, oh my gosh yeah.
1: So right. we're like, it's literally just gonna be us talking to a couple of people And so as we started the show people start trickling in but prior to us going there uh, The woman who organized it said she had called on their local. I think it was their police chief. Yeah, right. Yeah. She called on their local the police campus chief. police chief campus police chief um, so like their student resource officer, and she had said who we were and why we were going to be there, and that he should come and attend this thing, and um, we were like, that's messed up that he didn't even respond to your email, right? And so I kind of had like this bitter feeling about, man, forget that guy, it's all good, we're going to hold this Wait show for it. And so as people come trickling in, probably- now let me pause real quick there because as Ken had that, our our
0: uh, our contact had a kind of a similar thinking. Like, man, why wouldn't he respond? And I literally said to her, just wait. You never know if he's going to show up. This I was said, over just, dinner, right? It was over dinner. I said, just <clears throat> let, let's let just see what happens. And then if he does it, maybe there's a reason for it.
1: But she was getting edgy and like you were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, "That that's messed up. And, and naturally, we feel that way, right? She's a black woman and myself as a black man. It's like, if we're trying to build these relationships between right. the black community and the police, when you get an invite like that, Take up on that yep. opportunity to sure. come in and answer questions for the young people. So I was feeling slighted by it. I didn't even know the guy. She was feeling that way too, and so we're in there and we're going through our presentation. And then in the door comes <laughs> bursting in the police chief and this um, female officer that he's Who's with. Cuban, he yes, was, right. Um, and so so he comes Brown. rushing in. Yep, in Tennessee. In Tennessee. In Tennessee. Yep, yep. But he's got a southern accent. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Ever. The the mix. It was it was amazing. <laughs> And so he comes in, um, Chris and I, we finished doing our presentations and now we're about to go into Q and A. And I said, before we break out into Q and A, I just want to take a moment to honor the police chief for actually showing up because I was feeling somewhat slighted that he didn't even respond to Laura's email and you know I'm very vocal or transparent about how I feel I was like yeah I wasn't really feeling that but then you made up for it you came bursting in the door and so right away he goes wait whoa 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 I have to respond to this and then he comes running up grabs a mic he goes I was ready I was like here early but the event was scheduled to be at a different venue across campus so i'm in there sitting in there by myself the whole time (laughs) and like the time starts that this show is supposed to be going down there's no one here and so i'm just sitting there the whole time like where is this officer where's the activist where is everybody and so he said so he started calling people and then he found out that it was on the other side so he goes that's why i came rushing in in a panic, and then we were like, You might as well stay up here. The dude took over. We could the hardly show. get the mic back. <laughs> that was it. And I find it
2: impossible show. to believe. Listen, that you two could not get the mic 100%. No, this guy, this guy was just awesome. like, Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. He wow. was laughing, but he was just like, It's so great to be here. It's like, I think that's the first time he had a mic in a stage.
1: <laughs> yeah. We were like, He's been waiting for this opportunity. <laughs> he needs to be a guest on the podcast. <laughs> His whole life.
0: We do. Oh, yeah. We talked a- about yeah, that. Right. We might, we need to break that up in like seven episodes. Yes. You want to know a funny, I know it doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about because we're getting us united but i don't remember i don't think you remember this uh but you'll remind me but i remind you check that dang i remember this and when i remind you you remember it i'm talking to this lady and every time somebody asks a question ken gives a pair of his socks and we go and i hug them and ask their name and where they're from mm-hmm. she stands up i don't remember her name and she says i said where are you from she goes nigeria
1: i look at ken i'm like what and Ken goes and you asked her a question. Yeah, I I had asked if she was Ibo or yeah. Yoruba or something. And she like responded. That. And she was Ibo. And then I I was like, my sister. <laughs> so I go running over. I hug this girl. And then the entire room erupts. Everybody They're all from Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in the room was from Nigeria.
2: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it was crazy. Crazy. Wow. How does
1: that happen? It was crazy. Yeah, I, seriously. And yeah. they loved him. And they 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 loved him. And. The questions that people were touching on that night, I felt like, man, it was so filling for a lot of them. And they were um, both thankful and regretting that they didn't promote it enough to more students who could have benefited from what took place there that night, because we had even paused and said, look at the stage right now. You literally have uh, all the different backgrounds represented. You have a white sheriff, uh, a brown police chief, and a black activist. And we're all sharing the stage right now to talk to you guys. And I think we went over by a couple of hours.
0: Absolutely. And
1: nobody left. And the founder
0: lady, the 83-year-old, and then I promise you we'll move on to this, okay? But at dinner, she was a little bit negative, bless her heart because she's like, I don't know what's gonna happen in this world. I don't know what's gonna change in this world. I just, every time I wake up, I think, well, there's just no hope. And I'm like, wait. And Ken and I start working on her and saying, listen, if you have that perspective, then you're right. But look at all the things that, that we're doing. And when you see this talk, you'll be inspired. By the end of the dinner, she's just like, I'm excited to go. Like, like I get to see there's hope. And that's what this show is about yeah. and Us United's about, yep. is giving people a different perspective that there's sunshine above the clouds. And we're not being, you know, you know just you know unreasonable yeah. it's how you look at things and and just like today when we're packing boxes for the Christmas spectacular denise asked a question why do you keep doing this and my response is well, i have to yeah. like that's like it's our duty
1: yeah
0: and if you have a position whether you're a business owner an activist and a business owner or a government official elected that's our duty and you have a great platform so you use that. I remember, Adam, if you could tell a little bit of the background from helping us put this podcast together with Luke. And then you had the idea with with collective involvement that you could use your business skill to take Unity and make it a brand. And then you guys have all that contact out in the West Coast. And I introduced all those people. And then we connected with Kurt Menefee, And then all the things with Clockmaker and Nike and all the the train wreck, zoom calls and the great zoom calls, man, just, just how did us united get born? Yeah. Well, you just said it,
2: it got born. It started with this group in Patel that we are now all in, in a social justice task force of a bunch of people after George Floyd being killed saying, what can I do beyond writing a check, right? How can I do more? And I think, and what um, kind of people are in Patel? But how I think of it as a group of CEOs and chief marketing officers of some of the biggest companies in the country, probably more than half of all of the marketing spend in America. And you're talking
0: like TikTok, Mastercard, Cadillac, yeah. Google, Facebook, Facebook. Procter Gamble, yeah.
2: Coca-Cola, Anheuser Bush, Bono's, all of Bono's, all of them, yes, yeah. Big and on and on and on. And I think that. And you talk to a lot of people, I've talked to a lot of people, and, and everyone says, I know it needs to be different. I know yep. I want something different. This is the wrong path. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I know one knows what to do. Well, that's me, the business person, says, if there's enough people saying, I want to do something, but yep. I don't know what to do, there's a need. There's yep. a need for some new business, some yep. new thing. Yep. And that's really how us United got born, right? We kind of, the three of us, looked at that and said, we have to create that movement. We have to create that brand people can rally behind and say, I want unity, this is how I do it. This is how um, I listen and how yeah. I join the conversation. Because I think part of why we struggle for unity is most of the people who are sort of just in the middle, we're busy, we're going to work, That's we're right. paying our bills, we're taking yeah. care of our kids. You know, We just gotta deal with life. And yeah. around us, people screaming at, at polar opposites. But most people in the middle who could agree, They're too busy. Well, the answer is you can't be too busy anymore. You got to join the conversation. And that's how us United got born. I think part of it too,
1: it goes back to the question that Denise asked you today when she said, why do you keep doing this? And and I don't know if you even see it on this scale, but when we constantly talk about police and community relations, it's like that has to be an ongoing thing. And so when they know that there's this point in December where rather than the police knocking on your door because of a raid or for an arrest, that they're like, here, I have something yes. to give you. You know, you've seen viral videos like that. They come every once in a few years where cop pulls somebody over and he's like, it's hot out. I just wanted to give you this ice cream, yeah. right? That's cool, but that's a one-off. But to know scheduled that's right. every year in the December, Saturday here's December. one thing yep. that, that we can say. <clears throat> it's not about arrests today. It's not about yep. any of these, it's about Giving back to the community and people will remember that they'd be like before you talk crap on our police We know that they have scheduled times Where they're actually out doing outreach into the community and and that's why I think we've got to do more. I think there should be a dodgeball league out here. It's one of my favorite things yeah. that I do in San Diego, cops versus kids dodgeball because yep. these kids, they initially come in and, and I'm not talking little kids. These are kids in high school that are showing up with an arm and they're ready to take you guys out, right? But these officers who look like you are like, oh, you think you're gonna take yeah, me right, out right. with a dodgeball? And so it starts out very intense and then it's rematch after rematch right. after rematch and then there's high fives and It's all building a
0: foundation. big time and we talked about it before it's 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 time to do it in peace so you don't have to think about it in in chaos and war Mm -hmm. and um, you know the the brand of us United it, it and I explained it to Denise again I said it's a philosophy it's an emotion. It's it's a it's a heart movement. You know, we're not selling a product. We're selling hope. Yeah, right? maybe
1: there's a product down the
0: road well if that, we maybe to advertise that. it and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, when you see somebody with the US United logo or the colors, you know exactly where their heart is. Like like you you don't even have to ask. There's no intro questions that you need. That's what I see as the US United brand. Right. And and of course, I think we actually started talking branding January, February, March. We had a bunch of Zoom calls of people from Patel and other people you connected with us. If you have to guess, how many individuals do you think we talked to to get to where we are when it was truly launched by Kurt Menefee on December 5th, 2021? How many people did it take to
2: get there? Oh gosh, I would say I've had hundreds of conversations and a lot of people who volunteered to be involved. I mean, I think um, we owe a lot of thanks to a lot of people because they volunteered their time, whether it was clockmaker doing our logos and yeah. our branding. Which is from the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. From the United Kingdom in Patau and just said this has to happen yeah. to. And what about Danny with the logo? And our friend Danny Tawai who has been basically like our, our chief marketing officer and helped us pull all kinds of information. Mm-hmm. And he's together. a big shot too. He's yeah.
1: like, like no doubt. known in Nike like as part of that community. You know. So
0: See, but that's a guy like Kurt and we're gonna get to that because uh, we uh, had a chance to really birth this into a, um, man, I use a lot of birth and born words today. I'm gonna stop doing Thinking that. Thinking about Christmas. That's Yeah, it. I guess so, yeah. baby, yes. yes. But uh, when we went out to California, we saw this thing coming about, we uh, met with Kurt Menefee, the four of us, and uh, Adam drove us all recklessly up there to go to dinner. <laughs> I think and you slept most of that drive. I, don't I, know I was that. passed out. I okay. didn't sleep. I knocked myself out. That's right. I, I took a bunch of Benadryl because I didn't want to <laughs> see. And uh, we got up there, and we had like a three-and-a-half-hour dinner. And I remember asking Kurt Menefee the question, who's sitting there You know, when there's no football going on. And do you remember I said, why are you going to do this? I do remember that. And his answer is, I can't change culture by calling out plays and scores. It's what I do. I love my job. I love my life. I know there's more I can do. And, man, that spoke to me because it's people. You don't need to be a Kurt Medefi or a Chris Swanson or a Ken or Adam. You've got circles of influence that you can say, that's it. I'm going to use my circle of influence to unify people. And that topic and that that conversation, just it really just inspired me. We made a quick video for the people in Flint. And uh, and then things started coming together right. rapidly. Yep. And once the NFL confirmed my cause, my cleats that he's going to use it, it's a go time. That was about three weeks right. ago. and You still had a lot of housekeeping to do. Were you in a panic?
2: No, I was not in a panic. I've done this too many times. Because you're happy, we had to do our whole 501c3. We had to do our 501c3. We had to get that exp- expedited by IRS, and the as website. I joked, as I joked We had to say to the IRS, look. The NFL requires it and they own a day of the week. So we need yeah. it. Like, it's not a question. See,
0: Adam's so baller that he actually has people at the IRS that he can have those conversations <laughs> with. <Isn't> All <that> right,
2: <laughs> Our lawyers do. And yeah. they did a great job. But no, we had to do that. And then a shout out to our new friend, Alyssa Healy, who really helped build out our, our Instagram and our Facebook. Yes. And, and our Twitter and soon to come TikTok. I mean, there's a lot to do and a lot of people stepped up and helped.
0: I us. remember when you were in New York and you uh, were talking to somebody from a particular bank mm-hmm. and uh, they operate um 501 c3 banks and all that jp morgan and, chase yeah and after that you're like hey wait a second and now we're with chase bank right mm-hmm. exactly from right. new
2: york to right into to where we are like opportunities come for us we have to take advantage of them but what we now have i mean to me to your point a year ago three weeks yeah the anniversary chris forgot was when yeah. we first met here we are a year and three weeks um, later we're sitting down well, and last you know year. we have a We have a, yeah, yeah, sitting downstairs. Now we have an organization, (laughs) we're a company, we have a 501c3, we have dozens of people volunteering to help us. We have websites, we're getting donations. We have Kurt Menethy talking about us on TV. We're working with Anheuser-Busch, making a big donation to support the Holiday Spectacular. We're working with Chipotle. I mean, you go on the list of That's people right. and think, we're about to do things with the Rams, with iHeart. I mean, you just keep going and going stages. and going. Sharing stages. Sharing stages. Yeah. And, and it's like any other Adia. brand. And mm-hmm. I want
0: people to know that, you know, sometimes you can get frustrated by wanting to do something good. You talk to 15 people, you get 15 no's. You're like, well, I guess nobody wants it. I want you to pay attention that Ken, Adam and I had hundreds of conversations Zoom calls, I mean, some of them were 5.30 in the morning, our time, just to keep talking. And and no matter how tired we were, we poured it on, and you used to say, man, when Ken and Chris get there, it sells the dream, it sells yeah. the vision. And uh, there's times you had kids bouncing all over the place, you were sick, I was sick, yeah. we were doing it in our house and look at that or, or after or the all the time these
1: people. in new york <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my gosh that's great hold on oh, let me act oh
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you and ken fell asleep no, no when chris is like tell him
1: about boston and i'm like oh yeah the boston <laughs> <laughs> what the guys are talking oh, about gosh. is we
2: were invited generously by anizer bush to speak to their, their global marketing team. a
0: thousand cmos or marketing officers around the, the globe the yeah and like,
2: we started at 7:30 in the morning yes, and i was not new york time well. and ken and i had flown in from california the night before so probably got about three hours of sleep If <laughs> yeah that so we get on and we had it we planned it out we scripted it out everyone knew their role i was going to say this and we had it to the time and for the <laughs> q a and the, Chris kicks it off, and then he's gonna hand it to Ken, and Ken's all about his background. And I had a run of show, everybody went over it, everything right. was good. So yeah. Chris does his little speech, hands <laughs> it off to Ken, says, so Ken, tell him about your, the Free Hugs Project. And Ken says, yeah, and talks for about he 20 had seven minutes. minutes. he had seven minutes. Seven minutes, about 30 seconds later, he's like, done. And Chris like, steam coming out of his ears. And Ken, Ken's like, how about Boston? <laughs> tell him about Boston. <laughs> yeah, that That's how that. it started. 30, oh, now. gosh. To the point, everything happens for a reason. We dude, scripted... did
0: you see the the girlfriend' eyes are kicking? Oh yes, yeah.
2: <laughs> check it, making sure you had a pulse. <laughs> <laughs> all that said, it all happens for a reason because we had <laughs> scripted it out to leave five minutes, maybe ten minutes for yes. Q and A. Instead, we ended up leaving more like twenty or twenty five minutes. Yes. Which always better. Yeah, way better because mm-hmm. we got great questions from people around the world which is much more engaging than hearing right. Ken and Chris and Adam talk about right, right. Ken and, Chris and, Adam and us United. Yeah, And now we have a great relationship and doing more and more with anheuser Bush and it's great. But
0: that's how it starts. You have to go you know, bust through those obstacles. And and, and I remember even two weeks before uh, Kurt launched it, uh, you said, man, we've got a lot of work to do. And, and, and as it every day it got closer, the pieces just fell into place. And, and so I started telling people, hey, listen, at uh, NFL Fox Sunday pregame, my cause, my cleats. The players are wearing cleats that actually have a cause they support, and money raised or cleats sold goes into those cause. But the announcers also, Jay Glazer mm-hmm. and uh, and and Kurt, of course. And when I first saw a picture of those cleats, check them out. They're great. I was literally like, "Those are so cool." Yeah. I mean, just how how well done they are. The colors are perfect, mm-hmm.
1: man. It, it started to to really come about, and then who did that, by the way? Who painted
2: that? the NFL did it? And by the way, a little commercial. They're still up for auction. I think there's twenty four days or twenty three wow. days. Left. So and they're on
1: Air Force Ones. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you can. They're ones.
2: up for auction. I think the minimum it starts at two hundred and fifty dollars. I don't think anyone's bid yet. Trust me, I'll bid if. I'll buy does. that. Yeah, no, no questions. What question. size are they? Well, you, they're Kurt. They're autographed. Oh them. my gosh! Yeah, I even wear
1: them. Yeah, 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 you know
2: I know who's gonna buy
0: them. I'm just United.
2: Them. Yeah, we can well, buy them. Like, Put ourselves. them in your studio. Yeah, done. That should be on. Well, the you display. buy one and I'll buy the or other. Or anyone listening can outbid Ken because N- all yeah, the money goes can. to charity. Yeah but,
1: <laughs> yeah, but but no, I want
2: those. That's I'm, a great gonna,
0: idea. That's yeah. it. We gotta own those. Yeah. So we're not trying to start a bidding war, but don't worry about bidding them. We're gonna get <laughs> them. Well,
1: they're gonna be bought by the time they watch this episode. So that's true. That's right. You're
0: out. Yeah. But uh man, I saw them how they were actually positioned, and it was just so professional and then when I literally now I had a bunch of I had three events that morning mm-hmm. I couldn't even watch the game I watched it at 530 Eastern Time and the game was already over and people are sending me screenshots of him and when he posted on social media And it, literally I just want to tell you how how touched I was that we literally made this happen we did and, and, and with all the 10,000 things we have going on mm-hmm. in life it was done on the NFL and yeah. now you can use that to go tell the Rams hey it, it gives you so much credibility right. we got that snippet here's the video of Kurt Menefee talking about Us United and My Cause, My Cleats.
1: Today,
2: Uh, it also begins one of the best NFL traditions each and every year, the My Cause, My Cleats campaign.
1: So, so where, where can people they on
2: go to nfl.com? NFL. So NFL. 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 I think it's we then Mike so slash Mike cause Mike cleats, but you'll see it on the NFL website. Okay. The and separately. They I can go to our site, donate.us-united.org to learn more, to donate to us, whatever they want to do. But there's plenty of information out there
1: that started in this studio,
0: it did That
1: started. Yes. I'm going to get those and you'll have one to keep
0: on display and in the Perfect. Yeah. Okay. And Kurt's
2: gotta sign them both, so he's gotta five know five if he signed them both. We'll one find out.
0: Yeah. Kudos to Kurt. Forward. I
2: mean he building on what you said, I think the other thing that he said that I've heard that same word from lots of people I've spoken with as yep. I think you guys have. He said, You know what, Adam? It's also my duty. And I've heard a lot of people yep. say it's my duty right now to step up, join this conversation because we're not going to get unity if people like us don't speak up for it. Yeah. If we just stand on the it. sidelines and let people yell at each other, we can only blame ourselves for where we are. Absolutely. And I think that's also really important. And that resonates with me. I mean, I certainly feel that and part of how we got started. And I think that <laughs> that's what I hear from so many people. I'm like, here's how you help us. Yeah, yeah. Great, come on in. I, I feel the
1: same way even dude, I'm for, sorry, for, for myself. sorry for
0: that logo and look at the NFL logo. and and we're in the middle of that yeah i didn't mean to cut you off yeah man, no but no, i'm it's like it's awesome it's if i drop dead tomorrow that legacy is going to live on <laughs>
1: yeah. well you know what too remember how uh at some of the speaking gigs how you're always you were like man can you have this trailer of all of these commercials i know and things i know so now that's one for us United. and i did my ted talk oh right. there we go so i got we'll that video I sent it. Did, you did you watch
2: it? it i texted you back this morning i watched it it was oh. great oh that's yeah, awesome there you go yeah. yeah okay so, so then, now
0: we're we're at we're at equal playing fields, man. Yeah. He was always the big brother because he had a TEDx talk,
1: man. Nah, I'm in. But I've not done a Super Bowl commercial, so <laughs> that's we're a Super on Bowl it. or not Super Bowl, but it's a you NFL might commercial. I have one coming up. You never never know. We talked.
0: You never
2: Remember know. They I sent know. the email, so yeah, you never know. That's go. right,
0: man. We might be talking social justice. So. Okay. Long story short, it was an amazing journey, but just like in the dope world, when you're working dope, that was yesterday's dope. No matter how big of it is, that was yesterday's dope today. today. What (laughs) are we doing from this point forward? How do we get where we want to be? And that is to make this a global brand.
2: I think we have a lot of work to do. Um, Certainly we have to continue to work with more brands that we've gotten to know through Patel and other places, because I think one of the opportunities is to partner with big companies to get this message to more and more people, because again, we're about unity. We're not taking sides. We're about civil discourse. You say that, and Ken says that incredibly elegantly we're telling people to sit down, listen, and talk to each other. Unity doesn't mean we always agree. That's right. right. But it means we listen, and we we sit down, and I've had this discussion with a few people who are like, well, what if I don't agree that unity means agreement? I'm like, no, unity means we start by listening, but we don't come with a set of preconditions to the table to listen. And out of that, maybe we can forge a consensus, but that's what we have to do. And so we have to build chapters, we have to build brand partnerships, I mean, one of the things you see right now on our website, we work with guests who was on the show, Oakland Mixon, yeah. to create an amazing first S United t-shirt and I think oh, Oakland looks did a amazing, fabulous job. Yeah. I encourage anyone who goes to look at it, I mean, they're for sale on our website and I'm not shilling money, I just think Oakland did yeah. great work. Yep. But the point is, there's a guy from Flint, a local designer saying, hey, I get it, we need unity. Who sat a- in that chair. Sat in this chair. and. I mean, his story, the more you hear about it's amazing. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: when you mentioned that about him having, what is it, four or five kids? He has five five kids, kids, the
2: same as Ken. But I feel for him, his wife, about a year ago, just left, gone. Yeah, that's crazy. And hasn't spoken to Oakland or the kids since then. Whatever, no judgment on that, I'm saying. But here he's a single dad with five kids. I mean, he and I were talking on this T-shirt at... Eleven o'clock Eastern because he's got the kids in bed, kung fu's over, homework's done, and he's like, "All right, now I have time to talk between his two jobs." I'm like, "Dude, you you are awesome." I don't know. And about I want I want everyone to understand. Those are the that's why we're doing. That's right. This.
1: Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I could not handle that at all. If if like if. God forbid, tomorrow, Sabrina was like, the kids are on you. Ooh. I'd be like, no, they're not. <laughs>
2: absolutely If you leave, no I'm going way. with you. No, I'm going <laughs>
1: with you. I don't care if you drove left into that river. Oh, that's, uh, See, don't leave me with these five. If, if,
2: if Tanya said that to me, my two girls would be like, we're going with mom. You're <laughs> on your own. You yeah, stay yeah, home yeah, alone. Yeah. We're out with mom. That's hilarious. No, I
1: could not, I can't handle it. Like, the five kids is a lot like i hope that as people are listening to this if you've got one kids or 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 one kid or two like really think about multiplying that by five kids it is a lot because for us our age range goes from nicole being 16 and driving now all the way down to the twins being three so you have the neediness of babies you're still changing diapers to make sure they're not wetting the bed at night so you're still doing some of that still they're potty trained but yeah. It's literally that young, yeah. they rely on All you. All the way up to right?
0: adult issues. To attitude,
1: exactly, teen attitude, right? And so right. there's that scale yeah. that I have to deal with. That if Sabrina were just out of the picture, I would call my mom and her mom and be like, you guys we are need moving some intervention. In. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I, I can't do this. So major, major problems. You know, but, oh, to it doesn't yeah. matter exactly
0: right. what your obstacle is. Again, if you're gonna be part of change, it's gonna cost something. You're gonna right. give a pound of flesh. And and I know we're gonna end this episode here shortly, but I, I do wanna bring up something because not everybody likes the work we're doing or how we're doing it. Yeah and uh, you told a story I did and uh, you had somebody come up to you and ask what do you do right and uh, they didn't look like you and here you are at the same event they are
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're
0: at the same uh, cause they are and as soon as you said unity you were immediately confronted with a change of demeanor and uh, I want people to realize that this story could represent any one of us but stay the course and always, always stick with your heart. What
2: happened? So I met this person at a charity event and came in hot with, hey, us united, we're going to change the world. We're going to bring unity to the country. So well, wait a minute. What, what's unity? What's your definition of unity? And I said, look, for us, unity means really coming together as one, but it starts with listening and then be- becoming part of the conversation. And we got a very tough discussion. We said, well, fairly, hey. What does unity mean? Because there was unity in Nazi Germany, but I don't wanna be part of that unity. So I need to know what your unity is if I know I wanna be part of your team. And I said She that, said I,
0: that as an example. She did. It's terrible.
2: And, and I said, look, that's, that's not what unity is about for us. What it is about is having that discussion, listening to people and understanding. And if you start to do that, you start to empathize and you start to figure out ways to move forward together. We don't have to, back to what I said earlier, we don't have to agree on everything. Mm-hmm. You can't force that. But if we only sit down with, hey, these are my rules, these are my conditions, and then we can talk about unity. Well, your rules are great for you. Someone else has 10 rules and someone else has 10 rules. And then we have what we have today, which is everyone screaming in the corner, Mm -hmm. it's my way or the highway. And that will not get us to move forward. I think that's one of the things that's important about us United is we've worked really hard to make sure around our table is all kinds of different people, men, women, black, white, brown, 20, 40, 60, doesn't yep. matter because yeah. the point is we're trying. Convicted, free. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yep. Right. And I think, so I think it's important when we have these conversations that there is a diverse group in it. Yeah. I mean, here's what I'd say the best thing about this conversation to me is it made me and then us better at explaining what we're trying right. to do. Because when you get tough questions, if you get, and I didn't get the, my answer exactly right because I wasn't thinking about it, I wasn't the right. Yeah, she setting. caught you off guard. A thousand and one things won't happen again, but that's how you learn, right? But Did you t- feel
1: like you were on the chopping block with oh, her? Oh,
2: 100 percent. Really? Hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. And
0: you're 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 soft pitching it too, of because I were you amped up after she walked away like Urgh. a little bit.
2: Yeah, but, sure. I, but I think because I, think I that's also what's... knew I didn't do a good job of answering the question. Ah, makes sense. I, I
1: think that's what's upsetting about when we have these conversations, though, that sometimes they're are certain groups that say, why do you get to speak on, on these issues? And it's like, sure. I can't be an ally, an accomplice to a right. topic that, that matters deeply to me as well. You know, there's there's been, women who have challenged men who are standing up for women's rights you don't know about what i know i don't know help me yeah. understand i'm yeah. out here in your fight with yeah. you you know and so i think the same goes when when you have an ally a supporter an accomplice who's willing to jump in the fight with you in the name of unity that's for sure i don't sure. think there's any one group that gets to say what do you understand about my struggle?" i i don't know your struggles that's what we're trying to figure out that's why we're yeah, bringing I, yeah and i the also table. think
2: what's important is that um again it's inclusive right and sometimes you're going to have conversations we all do this is one example there's many more they don't always start out the right way right but part of unity is listening and trying to make people come into the fold and feel more comfortable right we're not everyone's not going to agree with us when we walk in saying unity unity rah-rah-rah hopefully over time whether it's one conversation or 10 conversations we move people's hearts and minds because that's what we're trying to do so i remember because we were in Tennessee when I
0: talked to you and this happened yeah. and I was fired up. And I remember this one question that I had thought of, <clears throat> excuse me, when you were telling me this. And this is like a checkmate for anybody who challenges unity. So, what's your solution? Mm, that's good. Right. Like, yep. we're doing everything that we yeah. think is the you right do? thing. Right. What is your solution? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's always better to answer a confrontation with a question mm-hmm. because now they have to answer it. But what was her answer?
2: Did she give an answer? I, I don't know. She yeah. did, no, she did not. I mean, I think, but it also from the perspective, look, we're touching on issues that have a lot of history, That's a lot true. of emotional resonance, a lot going yeah. on there. And you, when you touch nerves, sometimes you just have to step back and let that nerve explode a little bit and then yeah. come back to what you said. So, hey, what is your solution? Or Why don't we talk about it more? Yeah. Because your opinions are really unique to you i don't understand them as fully as you know what you want to do is you
0: almost want to give that person whether it was her anybody else here's a list of things that we've done so you can actually read it because i don't want to sit here and give you a verbal resume but these are all the check boxes that we are continuing to do because we're taking action on unity i mean This guy flew in last night. You flew in the night before. You guys are away from your families. You're investing your own money to come here, to come to Flint, yeah. to go do a Christmas spectacular on December 11th, which is the second annual, to give 200 boxes and money and washers and dryers and refrigerators and pay mortgage payments and rent it. For people that you don't even know like that's what
1: I really want to see. no and you have to sometimes I don't think being peaceful. It means being passive, right? Right. There's times where you have to get in people's face. Remember the example I gave you guys about that time I was in Washington DC out on the front lines and there was um, a Protester who he was on the ground. It looked like the police were all over him. This one uh, black dude, who I think he had his own media channel. And he's taking all these photos. And then afterwards, and he comes over and talks to me. He's like, yo, you're that free hugs guy. And then somehow it alluded in the conversation to him getting to the point to be where he goes, Oh, you be cooning? Right? And I got upset instantly. Because I was like, Okay, well, if if I'm cooning, what are you doing? Explain that to me. So cooning meaning you I don't really know the exact definition of of it, but it's like you're um, you're a pushover. You're just you're feeding into all of it rather than really standing up and defending your your rights or your stance on things. It's almost like that idea of yes, master, yes, boss, right? So
0: so it would have to come from a black person to another black person.
1: Yeah, that's where it would it would make more sense, right? Because he'd be like, oh, you're a coon, like you don't have a backbone or a spine to stand up to these systems of oppression you just kind of um, assimilate right and that's basically what Kooning is you assimilate into into it and so so I got upset right because it's similar to this woman yeah. who confronted you because in this moment I was like huh so this guy has all of these cops on top of him he's pepper sprayed in the eye he's all messed up I'm talking to the officers that it's okay. It's okay. Let me take him from here, right? Yes. So I'm picking him up. I'm pouring water on his face, trying to clean out his eyes. And I'm like, "It's all good, officers. He just he got a little ahead of himself. I'll take him from here." And they're like, "You got him? You got?" Him. I'm like, "I got him." This guy is watching. And he, he was this. a black guy. Yeah. It was Pepper a black Spray? guy on the ground. Yeah. So you're so, trying to help. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to yep. de-escalate yep. the whole situation because yep. this kid's about to get arrested. You got homeboy who called me cooning or a coon. He's taking pictures of the whole situation. I'm literally getting the guy off the ground and telling the officers, chill, chill. I got him, he probably just got ahead of himself. I don't wanna see him go to jail. If you got him, it's cool. Make sure he gets off this block, no problem. I take him, this guy says this to me. So I got so upset in that moment when he said that to me and there's a video of it where I just, I lash out and I was like, so I'm cooning because I see a brother who looks like me on the ground and I'm making sure that he doesn't go to jail while you're taking pictures of and it. not helping, not doing Jack. Hey. You're taking pictures of your brother basically being attacked on the, You could, you could barely see him, the amount of officers that were surrounding him, probably because people were throwing stuff at the police. Yeah. They all tried to run. They pepper sprayed and caught him. Right. But there was a whole bunch of people that did it. I watched all of that. I helped him off the ground, but paparazzi boy over here thinks he's doing the better thing Mm -hmm. by capturing photos of it so he could post. You're doing that for your own gain, for media. I'm trying to pick this guy up off the ground and I'm the one cooning. If if you really look at the definition of of the term, you're the one that's doing that. You're basically taking photos of This moment where your brother can really use your help right now rather than him going to jail. And so there's times like that where it's like people will try and call you out on your um, contribution to the movement. Right. Stay the course, out, man. Right, like Stay I know what I'm doing as part right. of my contribution yep. to the movement. So back to your question to her: What are you doing? What's your contribution to the movement? What is yours? And that's, that's the that's the
0: theme of this show: is us united is a brand that it, it's not owned by any one of us. It's owned by people who desire unity. That's it. And I don't know what it's going to look like a year from now because I certainly didn't expect it a year ago. And this is your call to action. So you see the struggles that anybody goes through to make things happen, and this show is to set a a, a
2: motion in your life to unify.
0: So log on.
2: What's the website? www.us-united.org.
0: And uh, you can obviously follow all of us, but uh, more importantly, do something with the content and uh, and stay the course when you know what's right. So yep. my name is Chris Swanson, Ken Wilde King. Adam Mizell. We'll see you next time. Awesome. Thank you